You're listening to Run Hard, Mom Hard, presented by Treeline Journal and hosted by Nikki Parnell and Steph Weniger. We're here looking at the ins and outs of what it takes to be a mother who runs ultra marathons. We'll dive in to the challenges mothers face while training and racing ultras as we share and hear stories of motherhood and life from the trails. We hope to be a resource and encouragement to women who are balancing life with kids and all the miles. It's no easy task. We know what goes on behind the scenes while a mom prepares for a long run or race day. Sick kids, lack of sleep, low energy, minimal time, mom guilt, etc. But women keep showing up again and again to run, take care of themselves, and show this sport new levels of strength and grit. We want to be here to celebrate and inspire each other to run hard, find our inner mom strength, and show our kids that so much is possible. Welcome to another episode of Run Hard, Mom Hard. Today, we have just Nikki and I, and we are going to be talking about Nikki's race that she did. It was Elkhorn Crest 50K, um, and I'm super excited to hear how it all went, especially during you know the pandemic that's going on, all the different things that had to happen in order to put the race on, because I haven't even heard of another race that's been actually live. My race got canceled in September, which I think I mentioned last time. Um, but I'm so excited to hear. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's crazy. I think, I think there's starting to be a couple races, um, but not many. And it's just so weird that our races, like our race culture has been so silent for 2020 and it's just bizarre. So it was really cool doing a race, like yeah. actually having a start line and a finish line and uh, people to run with. And it was just, yeah, yeah you don't, so you don't, yeah. Anyway. So tell us a little bit about, it was a 50 K did chase do it with you. He did. He did the 50 K also. He was going to do the 50 miler. He's had some calf strain problems. Um, and so he dropped down to the 50 K. So he didn't do it with me, you know, right next to me. He was running yeah. a lot faster. <laughs> um, yeah, it, ah, it was really cool experience. It was a really fun race and, um, it was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was burly and there were crazy climbs and beautiful views and it was all the things like a trail race should be. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. So let's start at the beginning. Um, well, so honestly the very beginning probably would start with like my mom emotions. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just, I don't know. I think it's just tough because we, we went, yeah, our race was in, um, Eastern Oregon Okay. In, uh, just out of like Sumter, Oregon, which is like really small, remote, um, near the Elkhorn Mountains, hence the name <laughs> of the race. But, um, so, and it was tough this year because with COVID, um, Janessa and Trevor, uh, with Alpine Running, who were putting on the race, um, they had to do a lot of measures to like keep everybody safe and to be able to like put on this race. And so, there were no spectators allowed. Okay. So the kids couldn't come to the start or finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, we couldn't camp at the fairgrounds, you know, because we have the yeah. kids and, uh, my parents, 
were there uh, camping. And so they got a campsite nearby, like three miles down the road. And that worked out really well to have them there. Um, and then they could watch the kids while we ran. But it was just so that's kind of kind of odd, you know, kind of sad to like not yeah. be able to have your people there. Yeah. And it's yeah. always nice. Like, like I love going to see my kids at the end of the finish line or, you know, you're so happy and you just want to hug them and, mm-hmm. and, and it, it wasn't that way. It wouldn't, no. it couldn't be that way. Right. Right. I know. And Dash and was then leaving them. Yeah. And Dash was sad that he couldn't go to the finish because mm-hmm. I guess, you know, he likes this world that we drag him into all the time. Um, but yeah. So, so then we had to like, we had to camp kind of away from the start. Um, and then, you know, it's kind of hard. It's like either you leave your kids home and they're still like on your mind all the time. And mm-hmm. even if, you know, they're being watched by somebody and you leave and you're able to like go camp by yourselves and start the race and everything. So that's like physically easier, but like yeah. maybe mentally harder. And then, but then this time it's like, okay, we are camping with the kids. And so that's just like physically hard <laughs> and like camping with a, a two-year-old is hard. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. Dash, um, he sleeps great and, um, can kind of sleep anywhere, but Belen, she's two and you kind of, so you have, I had a lot of anxieties. It's like the first anxiety is just the challenge of like getting everything ready and prepped while you're camping with kids. Then it's like, you also don't know how much sleep you're going to get the night before, mm-hmm. which ultimately I know doesn't really matter. Chase kept saying like, he's run so many races really well off of like hardly any sleep the night before <laughs> if he's like sleeping in his car or whatever. Yeah. Um, but still, it still like makes me nervous. And then, um, it's just, I don't know, just leaving them like we left them with my parents during the race. And so there's nothing to worry about because they're in great hands and they're going to have a lot of fun. And my Mm -hmm. parents love like spending that quality time with them. But if it's anybody besides your spouse, I I think it's really difficult because you just feel a little extra. Like if it's your partner, then they're in this totally together Mm -hmm. with you. Like, and they, you know, signed up for this and they're your, you know, but if it's anybody extra, then you just feel bad or, you know, you really worry. I worry like, Oh my gosh, the kids are like going to exhaust them and they're, maybe they're going to be stinkers. And just like, I just feel bad for like my parents having to spend a full day. They're always so much better with somebody else. Almost always. Yeah. Yeah. I, maybe, I don't know. I'm not sure. I think it went well, it went fine. Um, so, you know, yeah. I, and I think I, everybody had a good time, but it's, so it's just taking your kids. It is. It is. It it's is. really hard. And especially like as much as running helps us and it helps the family because we're happier. Mm-hmm. It feels very selfish. It's, it's still a and pull. That's a lot of mom guilt. It is. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So I think, I don't know. I just was worrying about things like, I mean, you always worry about safety, like no matter what, if you're not around your kids, not that like your presence around your kids are going to keep your kids (laughs) out of harm their whole life. You know, it's not realistic, but 
you worry about that. And then you worry about like, oh, like, gosh, I bet they're not going to nap because there's like a camper and a tent. And I don't know. And our sleep situation was weird. It was like Bellin wasn't falling asleep in the camper the night before because Dash and Bellin were having so much fun. It was like, they're in Oma and Papa Jesh's camper and oh. it's just like a party and a sleepover and they're going to pull an all nighter or something. Um, <laughs> so we took Bellin into the tent with us. And then that meant that like, I slept really good until like midnight and then she just would like wake up and kind of moan and groan and be like, mama, hold me. And oh. it was, yeah, she just had a tough time. And I think it was just kind of cold, even though she didn't feel cold, but I don't know. It's different. It was difficult. It's different in a tent too. It is. And yeah. she um was sleeping so lightly. We had to get up at five. And so, you know, she woke up and there was no, no hope for that. Oh, so man. we, we brought her into the, my parents' warm camper and left her there. Um, everybody was nice and cozy and we were like, okay, hopefully they get some downtime. Cause that's a really early start to the day Yeah, for my parents, but <laughs> they were very gracious about it. So it's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then, so then I think like once we, once we left them in the camper, it was okay. And then you just kind of have to be like, well, I'm going to try not to worry about it too much and try and like enjoy the race. Cause then if you don't actually enjoy the thing that you're leaving to go do, then What's the that's point? just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, we get to the start line and well, where we're going to be shuttled. Um, we're oh, like shuttled down this, shuttled you? Yeah. Down this like really crazy dirt road where there's like a town <laughs> down like six miles down this bumpy dirt road. <laughs> and, um, but yes, they kind of spread us out on the bus. That's what I was going to say. Did you have to sit like every other seat or diagonal or anything? Um, for the most part, that's how it worked out. Yeah. Okay. I think there were, there were some people that like sat, um, like just one person to a seat and there were some people that there was like every row. Okay. But yeah, no, it, it, it felt very like spread out. I mean, mm -hmm. Chase and I sat together because we're in the same well, house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but everybody was wearing their mask and everybody seemed really, um, respectful and like, because we knew like you really need to take these safety precautions seriously if this race is going to happen. Yeah. And so I think everybody was on the same page with that. And yeah, the only tricky part was that I had had a banana like stuffed in my, my, race pack pocket yeah. and but it's that's very awkward because you have a mask on and you have yeah. a banana you're trying to eat and so <laughs> it's like you're like waiting in line for the shuttle and you're just like taking a bite really quick putting your <laughs> yeah. mask back over your face um but anyway but it worked it out fine. it was yeah worked totally fine and so it wasn't uh, a loop then was it a loop or how was it a point it, it was not a loop. Um, it, yeah, no, it, it kind of went out and you go up, 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 up and you do like a little out and back and then you go down, 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 up, up, up. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you run like this crest trail, um, Whoa. for several miles where you're just up high and you've got like great views, wildflowers, butterflies. I really wanted to see mountain goats, but never yeah. did. 
Yeah. Unfortunately. And yeah. yeah. And then you run down off the mountains okay. back into town and you end at the fairgrounds where we started with the shuttle kind of oh, thing. Oh, okay. So kind of okay. like a That's circular was... thing, but not full loop. Yeah. Okay. You're not yeah. running the full loop. Yes. Okay. 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 So then you're shuttled, you're safe. What was it like at the start line? Well, everybody's wearing their masks mm-hmm. and I mean, it seems, it feels pretty normal. Did it? Um, yeah. Like Janessa's there and she like gives a little like race talk and, um, yeah, I mean, it was just pretty normal and didn't really even have that much time to think too much about it. I was chatting with some people and, and then we all started and we all like kept our masks on for like a good ways until people like started spreading out a little bit more and then pulled them off. Well, I was just wearing a buff. Um, yeah, I had a Roman run buff on, I think Chase did too. And, and some people would just wear like normal masks and then like pull them on or take them off coming into aid stations or the finish line. But, um, most people just had buffs on. Yeah. Which like makes your neck a little bit hotter, but it's no big deal. Yeah. Um, you're still doing a race. Yeah. 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 And you're running with other people. Mm -hmm. I know. And honestly, uh, I think that's like my takeaway from the race is that it was really nice to feel not alone. Yeah. You know, because all our runs, especially, I mean, in ultra running in general, we do a lot of training by ourselves, long runs by ourselves. Um, yeah. and then especially this year, it's just been lonely a little bit, you know, yeah, here yeah. and there. Um, and so I really liked that. It's like, yeah, you have the camaraderie and just like people to like share the trail with and then like share war stories with and mm-hmm. <laughs> just you're all you're still all having your own experience, but you're also having like a collective experience yeah. of because you know, people get it. It's like, Oh, did you, how was that one climb for you? Or how was like the, yeah. Yeah. There's just like, it was awesome. So I'll describe the course like a little bit. Um, well actually, okay. So the first, what I was going to ask what, um, what kind of messages were sent out beforehand that like were required for safety precautions? Yeah. So we were required to monitor our symptoms and check our temperatures, um, two weeks before the race. Okay. Um, to make sure, you know, that we weren't sick as far as we knew. Yeah. Um, and then, and then made sure that like, if we had anything like leading up to the race that we are not going and putting other people in jeopardy. Um, and we had to wear a mask like at all times, um, at the fairgrounds where like the start and finish were on, I mean, of course, like on the bus and at aid stations and everything. But, um, yeah, Janessa made it very clear. It's like, if you are, if you like leave your tent or if you leave your car, like you have a mask on, yeah. you know, had to be really serious about that, yeah. which is good. Is good. Yep. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, I already mentioned like the no spectators. So that mm-hmm. decreased just the amount of people like that were around. Do you uh, know how many people. runners there were? Um, Did it feel like a lot? It felt like it felt fairly normal. Um, I think there were 65 people that ended up starting 
Okay. Or maybe 68 or something like that in the 50K. Okay. Alone. Okay. So, and then I'm not sure how many were in the 50 miler. And we didn't really see the 50 milers at all, um, except for the first two guys I saw finish. Oh. Um, which one of them had an encounter with a badger, which was pretty fun to hear about. Really? Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. And so we just had to, I think maybe some of the biggest safety precautions were with the aid stations. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very hands off. And so they, they would give you anything you needed and everything was prepackaged. So you know how there's always like bowls of, you know, where you can just grab like M&Ms like grab or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was like everything, you know, you could have some gummy bears, but they're in like little, you know, prepackaged, um, oh. packs. Oh, are they like prepackaged? They didn't like put them in Ziplocs or. No, they were like, um, Costco okay. box of like gummy bears and, yeah. or like Rice Krispie treats. Um, they did bag up chips, you know, okay. like Ruffles potato chips, um, into like little Ziploc bags yeah. and things like okay. that. Bars were wrapped and. Yeah. They did a lot of extra work to make sure that it was safe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, yeah. So there's just no self-serving and. Um, but they still had a lot of stuff. I mean, less stuff, but a lot of stuff. It was like, there wasn't all the like, you know, salted potatoes or pickles or whatever, but jelly sandwiches. they did have some of those. Did they? Okay. Yes. And then I, there was one aid station. Um, I saw they made like a little quesadilla for a runner, which was sweet. Yeah. So they still had some of that, but it's like, I don't know, you know, just. Just yeah. safe. Um, so I had a, just got to insert funny story about a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So uh-huh. they were making it. I don't like strawberries and they were making peanut butter and jelly with strawberry jam and, or jelly, whatever it was. And I was like, can I just have peanut butter? And he's like, like just peanut butter on the bread. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, no jelly. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, he's like, okay, here you go. <laughs> That's so funny. You I don't like strawberry. Well, yeah. No, it's okay. That, I'm, that hard to eat? No, it was delicious. Oh, but okay. I, like, I'll take, I get that yum butter packs, and so I'll just like squeeze peanut butter or split. Have you heard of split? I think it's Mm-mm. just split. So it has like half peanut butter and half jelly like in a split pouch, oh. and you tear oh. up in the top. Uh-huh. And you, yeah, that's cool. That's it's cool. so good. <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm a big peanut butter person, but. Yeah, I do love peanut butter, but it's, it is very sticky, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, keep going. Anyway. And then, um, so there were things like, there weren't any like pre-race dinners or post-race meals at the finish line. You had to bring your own food. You could get, um, a can of beer, uh, or if you had like a water bottle, you could fill that with like some Coca-Cola or whatever at the finish line. But, you know, so it was, yeah, I think, um, you know, you noticed things like that, but, um, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. And, and it actually wasn't super different. Um, I, there were only three aid stations during the course. So, and you hit one aid station twice. And Janessa said that that actually isn't different than normal, oh, <laughs> like okay. on no, uh, non COVID year, because it's such a remote area that you can't really get a lot of people and supplies up to those high. Yeah places. Yeah. So, so did that you it carry a lot? 
Yeah, I did. And you had to, Oh, Oh, that was another thing. Um, we all had like required things that we had to carry. And so for the 50 K, um, we had to carry, we had to be able to carry one and a half liters of water. And, um, we needed to carry like a lightweight jacket just in case weather okay. turned. And then also a headlamp and extra batteries. Okay. Just in case. And is that normal for that race? Uh, Do you know? Well, I'm not sure about that race, actually. Okay. It probably is fairly normal, honestly. I would assume it so. It is so remote. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it looks so pretty from the pictures. Yeah, it was gorgeous. It was really cool. And honestly, I did not mind having... So a lot of the aid stations would be like nine-ish miles apart. And I did not mind carrying extra stuff. And honestly, maybe it helped me carry more water and like not definitely not run out because I have done that in the past where it's like you run out of water. And and if miles are taking longer than you thought because they're hillier, then, you know, you just, I don't know. I really liked knowing I had everything with me that I needed for however long I needed. Um, So that was a good feeling. Yeah. Um, I had actually done a bladder, which I have never raced with before, which I think is insane because I use it all the time. <laughs> I know. Well, and actually I really loved it. So maybe I'll start using it more. I just usually always do the bottles and then I like to be able to have a bottle of, you yeah. know, Tailwind or Carbo Pro or whatever, and then a bottle of water. But this, I just had the water and, um, and then we were also, of course, Alpine running is cupless. But I thought, I like swore I put the cup in my pack, like my little bendable twisty cup and, um, I couldn't find it. And so I thought maybe I dropped it. Like it fell out because it was kind of in where my goos were. And so I thought maybe I pulled a goo out and the cup flew out, but, um, I think I just never put it in. So that was great. (laughs) Yeah. So there was one time I ended up drinking a Coca-Cola out of a Ziploc bag. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I like Coke Coke during a race is so good. It is life giving. It is. It is. And I don't normally drink pop. No, I don't ever drink pop. We don't buy Pepsi or, or, I mean, or soda in general. Um, but it was it during a race. There's nothing the best. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, I was going to say, so when I have my pack and especially for like a really long run, I'll put the soft glass bottle in one of the front pockets mm-hmm. and I'll fill that with my electrolytes. Okay. Yeah. That's oh. a good idea. And you don't have to fill up the no. bladder full if you no. don't want to. I did every time just because it was hot and yeah. there was nine miles in between. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure, you know, it's not like I'm setting any speed records. So it, a couple more ounces of water yeah. was not exactly. going yeah, because I, I did a half marathon and I only had it halfway full, but I still carried it with me. Yeah. Hey, I mean, it's nice to slurp slowly it's just nice. whenever you feel yeah. thirsty. And I, I feel like I hydrated way better this I race. I do put ice in mine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Ice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, <laughs> what? Warm water. I just don't. I need it no. to be like ice cold. I know. But when I did my run, my midnight run, I need to figure out how to keep my uh straw from freezing. I had to like push because oh. well <clears throat> and then I did a run during the day, but it was negative one, like mm. at noon. Oh and I would it like completely froze within like <gasps> two minutes of me being out there and I'm like, oh, Great. 
Interesting. (laughs) Oh, I would never even think about that because I don't use the bladder very much. I wonder if anybody has any tips on that. I don't know. Any listeners out there? Yeah, please do. I've heard to like blow into it. So then all the water gets pushed into your bladder again. It's not sitting in the straw. Oh, but if other people have ideas, yeah, let me know. Right. I don't think you can put alcohol in it so it doesn't freeze. (laughs) Just add some whiskey to your water. Hey, maybe that's not a bad idea. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So let's talk about the race or the um, course. Okay. Well, so you start and you go up. And you go up, up, some up, some more, (laughs) down, up. No, I'm just kidding. Um, No, it was really cool. So you start running up. You're kind of on like these uh, maybe ATV roads. Like definitely can't take a car up them. They're gnarly. But it's not a single track? No, not quite at this point. Um, I mean, we most of it's single track, but there was just a couple like road sections, which not car car roads. Oh, my gosh. They're like... Or Rocky and Rudy, maybe snowmobiles. Yeah, there's there's a lot of ATVs around there. Okay. So, um, but yeah, it was really fun starting out because I was running with a mom friend, and that I just happened to know, and she was there. And honestly, like we kept saying over and over again how much, like how happy we were that each other was there, yeah. because it just felt comforting. We both had a lot of the same anxieties going into the race and she was sad that her kids weren't there and just feeling like feeling the the tug, you know, the, it's so just you're always going to have as a mom. You're always going to have it. Yeah. Which is kind of like, well, crap, but I know it's okay. It's okay. Um, anyway, we just were really, it was nice to have a friendly face and kind of get each other through those first like easy well, I say easy. I mean, not easy, but slow <laughs> 10 yeah. miles because yeah. we're climbing up to this kind of viewpoint, which is where like the first aid station is. Mm-hmm. And um, it was gorgeous. It was cold, which was um, great. I think it was like 39 oh, degrees. Yeah. So yeah. I was like wearing my light jacket that oh, I was going to bring. Yeah. You had it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, there was just, there was other people we'd chat with. We saw one uh, runner that had a tree line hat on and that was so cool. We got to meet him and um, just chat about like bend life and stuff. And yeah, it was awesome. really just that was a great start to the race. And then we kind of do that, that little out and back section where we kind of bomb down some, you know, it's all, it's pretty technical trails and, you know, you're trying not to yeah. fall. But that keeps your mind busy too. Oh, it does. Oh yeah. It was, oh yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And then, so we kind of went out to a lost lake and then back on the out and back section. And then we make a turn onto the 50 mile course. And right from there, you start running down the gauntlet, like this trail section, which is like a half mile of literally a boulder uh, rock slide. Oh my gosh. Like, it's a river. You're running on a river of big rocks. Oh my gosh. There's no dirt. Like you're on rocks and <sighs> you're hopping. And I think I lost a lot of time on that section. Uh, Chase later, like that was one of his examples of a downhill section where he made up time. <laughs> That's <funny. laughs> Like, how do you do that? He's just such a good downhill runner. Yeah. Uh, 
And, and I'm I not about him a couple times out there. I was like, I bet Chase like crushed that section. I, yeah. But I just, you know, you're trying that, to like not break your ankles. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, oh yeah, that goodness. was that was a slow part. And then we wound our way back up um, to try and like come get back to aid station one slash aid station two. And okay. we literally there was a climb. It was literally straight up was and it, a rope it or anything well okay no it wasn't that steep <laughs> we didn't need a rope but it was insanely up and yeah. just really up and um it took that was like a 24 minute mile just to give you reference and that you know that's like a lot of time for yeah. one mile like if yeah. that hill wasn't in there it's like my time would have been faster i know <laughs> talking i know um <laughs> But anyway, so we back up and we get to uh, Summit Lake, which is really pretty, like mm-hmm. Alpine Lake. And there's good views. There's kind of a flat section, which is really nice. Get to aid station too. It's just great having people to talk to at the yeah. aid station. And um, I don't know. It just it just perks you up. It's really nice. Um, oh, and and being. Yeah. And like seeing other runners like come up and we're all just like, whoa, that was insanely brutal, that hill. (laughs) And then you just go on the crest trail for um, many miles. And it was so funny. It was like after what you've already done, because it was like there was about 6,500 feet of climbing in the race. Oh, wow. Which, I mean, is a lot. It's not like... Is, yeah, it's not like it's, the most I've ever done, but it yeah, was yeah. most of the climbing was in the first 14 miles. Oh, okay. So your how, legs are like tired already. How far were you into the race before you hit that crest trail? Um, well, that we hit that crest trail around 14-ish miles. Oh, okay. So the got it. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so then we we run that until around 21-ish, I think, and then we start heading oh, wow. down. But on the crest trail, it's like you hit, you see this slight incline and you're like, like it's mellow, you know, yeah. mellow grade. And it's, I mean, you're enjoying yourself and it's beautiful, but you're also like, oh my gosh, like, I, I think I go up anymore and have a snack break because <laughs> I, my legs are dead. And you notice like you start tripping on oh. a lot of rocks and you're like, my legs are just not you know, working. As much. Is it like steep on both sides? No. Okay. It wasn't. Um, I was expecting it to be a little bit more of that, but it was actually mostly just steep on one side down. Okay. And then the other side, it wasn't like a ridge line trail. Got it. Um, there were okay. a couple sections where you could see both sides of you, like the views in both directions. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was really pretty. And, yeah, I really enjoyed that part. And I was actually pretty much totally alone that whole, that whole section. How peaceful. It was. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And there were butterflies everywhere. The wildflowers so were like very smelly. It was oh. cool. Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. And, um, so then we start heading down and that, that was good. That felt, that felt good. Although there were some sections where it was like, so steep that, yeah. you know, it's actually kind of hard and your quads are like, they get trashed. To and yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but I was still like happy to be on my way down mm-hmm. and everybody 
he was like, yeah, it's all downhill, like the last 10 miles. And, you know, there definitely were still some brutal climbs, like in the mix with the downhill. Like you just had to sit there and walk. Liars. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, then we hit um, aid station three. That's where I drank Coca-Cola out of a plastic bag. (laughs) And um, worth it. (laughs) Yeah, totally worth it. It was great. And then, so then at that point, slightly after that, I caught this other woman that I ran the last uh, seven-ish miles back to the, the finish line. And that, there's always in a race, there's always what I call like a trail angel, <laughs> like that person that like really helps you through a yeah. really tough spot yeah. where like, even just mentally, like having a conversation or, or maybe they, you like kind of just use them to help you like keep up your pace or whatever. Anyway, she was just amazing. And we had, we chatted and she helped me like, just, I think it was really hot at that point And mm-hmm. You're running down, but anytime you like slightly run up, it's just, you're just kind of moving slow. And, um, yeah, she helped me just like stay on it. And at one point I like looked at my watch and I'm like, oh, wow, we're running like seven minute miles (laughs) or like, not like for a mile, a whole mile, but just at that That point in time. Yeah. And so that was really great. And, um, to be in it with somebody and then, and then we come around to the finish and we hear cowbells. Oh, and I've missed that sound so much. Oh, it was so fun. And there were just like some local people like that live around there that were doing cowbells. And then, yeah, and then you finish and you have to put your mask on right away. And that's kind of a challenge. That was kind of a challenge because you're, you're like hot and you're breathing really hard. And, and then you have this thing over your face and, yeah. um, it's a little uncomfortable, not a big deal, like I said, but, um, but I think, so what I noticed with the finish line, well, A, it was really fun to like finish. Chase was actually really surprised that I, like that when I came in, like he almost didn't make it to see me because he had gone back to the campsite, checked on the kids, showered, wow. and came oh, back. Oh yeah. Gosh. I know. Yeah. He's finished like, uh, an hour and a half before me or something like that. Um, he was like five and a half hours. I was just under seven. So, and, and he was actually really impressed and that made me feel good because he thought I was going to be really struggling out there because, you know, we weren't super prepared going in, um, especially for like this technical and this much climbing yeah. in a, a really long run. I, I hadn't done a long run in a while. So, you know, I think You're he was tapering. Like, yeah, exactly. For like a couple <laughs> weeks, months. No. Um, he thought I might be in the pain cave and suffering and maybe hating life a little bit. Um, but I wasn't and I didn't the whole time. So I was glad. And yeah, yeah and he thought I did really well. So that Aww. made me feel good. And, and it was fun seeing Janessa and Trevor at the finish. That was just, uh, you know, just our people. So good. And, and then another thing I noticed, everybody um, spread out at the finish line. There were a lot of different tables um, in the shade. And so like one person at one table, one person at another, and it's just the runners. So it's a little quieter of a finish. Yet at the same time, I feel like more runners, like everybody cheered more for people coming in well, because, you. yeah, you know, it's like, 
yeah, that, that is the finish line. Everybody's. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just really liked that. And I appreciate a lot of camaraderie around it. Yeah. It was a smaller group, but people still like went out of their way more sometimes Mm -hmm. than normal, like to cheer people on. Um, So good. Yeah. And, and then also that there's more of an excuse to meet more people, I think. Yeah. Cause sometimes you can kind of just finish and then talk with your people that your spectators Mm -hmm. that came and want to hear about the race. But, um, if you don't have those spectators, then you talk with the runners. And I really liked that. So we met a lot of people at the finish line. And so there's definitely like always good things that come from weird times, you know? Yeah. I'm so jealous. And I, I love hearing, I want to do more mountainous Mm. trail runs. Mm -hmm. Aaron and I were talking the other night and I'm like, it has been five years since I've seen a mountain. Oh, what? Five oh. years since we went on our honeymoon. We went to Whistler in Canada right. for our honeymoon. Right. Oh. It's been oh, five man. years. Oh, it's man. been too long. Yeah, it so, has. It totally, like those Northwoods are so beautiful, but there uh, is, you know, there's something very special about the mountains and even just kind of the, you know, the scenery, I, I don't know, just the climate and yeah, yeah it's special and yeah. the trails, it, it yeah. felt really good. And there was a section out on the crest trail where I was like, just really taking that in. Mm-hmm. Um, because of course this summer has been different than I thought it was going to be, but I feel like I felt so lucky to have this opportunity to yeah. have a race, race when we haven't raced. And, and I just felt like just grateful that my body was carrying me over these, these like really crazy <laughs> trails. Yeah. I mean, just laughable. Uh, the terrain <laughs> it was so funny. I, there was, um, one point where I was climbing up that really steep hill and I just kind of made the joke to chase afterwards. I was like, I heard an angel's voice, um, calling out to me. And then it ended up being just like the camera guy that was like taking a couple of pictures, but he was like, you're almost there. And I was like, no way. This is amazing because yeah, it was just so hard, but I was so happy that my legs were like carrying me. I, yeah, I love those moments of like when things are really hard, like you're working so hard to keep doing and like, you don't really have an option. You kind of just have to keep going at that point. Right. I know you can DNF, but when you're in the middle of a hill, like you can't just be like, okay, I'm done. Someone come pick me up right here. Yeah. You just have to keep pushing and then you make it to the top and it's so pretty and it's just like, okay, all that was worth it. Yeah. It's empowering and Yeah. Yeah. It really like reminds us of strength that maybe we forgot that we had or something, yeah. you know, yeah. in day to day life. So yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. And, um, it ended up going really well back at the campsite too. I oh, like good. throw out like the kids napped for three hours. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Probably Cause they were up so early. They up late. Mm hmm. Yeah, but I was still impressed. I was like, for my parents and in a weird um, place, like that's not home. Yeah, and always do better with somebody else. <laughs> they do. It's true. Yeah, I don't know. I 
don't know. I mean, I don't feel like they usually nap or sleep better with other people, in my opinion. But For, I mean, they did great. So yeah, good. Well, that's good. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. And I had texted you that your your kids are in good hands and you're going to be just fine. And I'm so happy for you. I know. I literally really appreciated that message (laughs) because it's just got a lot on a mama's mind and in their heart. And it's just, it's never just about you to let go. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. So So. we have, um, so I was going to do the St. Croix fire tower trail 50 K. Mm-hmm. And it's now virtual. And so they gave us the um, GPS files. And so I'm going to go do that at the beginning of September. And um, Mary Jo said that she was going to bike with me because it's oh, not cool. like super. I don't think it's super technical. Okay. Um, and it's a loop course. And so it's she's probably going to be up there um, camping with us. And she's like, I kind of want to bike just to say that I did. And so I'm excited because I'm like, oh, I'll have somebody with me the whole time. And that would be so nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. That'll be good. I mean, it's just that extra little camaraderie. Yeah. yeah. It'll get you through. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. But then the husbands will be taking care of the kids. So at least yeah. I'm not like leaving them. I know. That, like that. Least, but it still makes feels it a lot easier. easier. Yeah. It totally does. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Are you, are you training a lot right now for that? Kind of. Yeah. As much as you can. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's not like I'm hardcore dedicated to it because I do have other things going on, but, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm doing as much as I can. So totally, but we just got, I bought a used hiking backpack. It was really cheap. It was $50. It was, it's not even like a, it's not an Osprey or anything, but Oh, oh, so, kid backpack. A kid backpack. A hike, yeah. yeah, for yeah. like carrier. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm really excited about. And Aaron thought that it looked nice and he's like, oh, he's kind of getting excited about hiking. So Good. I'm, I'm like still picking at him a little bit. <laughs> yeah. He's coming around. <laughs> yeah, totally. Starts with the hiking, then goes to running. <laughs> Although yeah, hiking is just great too. Yeah. yeah. So cool. we're going to go up to Superior Hiking Trail um, the first week of September. Okay. Yeah. Fun. Oh, that'll yeah. be so fun. We're excited. Cool. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. I know. I'm this, this is really, I just, I'm really, really happy that we're in such beautiful country mm-hmm. right now. And, and so I'm, we're totally trying to plan some other trips too, like, we want to make it to the sawtooths and we want to, we want to hopefully go to Glacier and, yeah. um, and like Bozeman to see friends and Missoula. And I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about like that kind of stuff too. And like yesterday we kind of did a family hike with my parents this last day they were here and we went up to Louie Lake, which was so beautiful. And there were, there was a mountain, right? right there. And it's so fun. And that, yeah, we use the pack for that, of course, yeah. um, with Bellin. And it's just so nice to be able to get to those cool places. Yeah. You'll, you'll love having that backpack. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, and this one, the weight limit is 40 pounds. And so if we wanted, Joanna could still fit in it. Hmm. Cause she's still, I think she's like 33 pounds or something. Oh, so mm-hmm. yeah, 
I'm excited. Yeah. Really excited. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You guys might both need one. Yeah, I know. But I don't know what I got to find the money for. It. <laughs> right. I know. These things add up for sure. Yeah. But yeah, so cool. Anyone wants to uh send us a hiking kid carrier backpack to test out. I'll gladly do it. <laughs> Gear review. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing. It was nice to hear um what a race looked like during a pandemic because like I said in the beginning, there's no races that I know of around here that are even going on. And I bet it was just, I don't know. I'm very jealous of your, your race. I want to do one, a live <laughs> one, not a virtual one. I mean, I love the virtual races, but I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know it, it was really, it was really good. And I think, I do think, I mean, especially for Oregon people, as as long as no other um stricter regulations come our way with um outdoor numbers of people gathering right now as of now um there are still a couple alpine races that are going to be held in the fall like um three sisters skyline is still on and that's in october and then there's oh gosh is it run the rock there's a, a race out at Smith Rock that or races different distances that are happening um, in the fall. So people should check that out if they want to try and get in on the action, if they feel comfortable. And um, yeah, I know it was just it did was fun. So thanks for letting time? me talk about it. Oh, yeah, I really did. Oh, good. Good. I really did. Yeah. So if you listeners out there are enjoying these run hard, mom hard conversations, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. You can also rate and review it and share it with your mom tribe, because that helps a lot in bringing us all together and expanding our circles. Mm-hmm. So um, also you can subscribe to Treeline Journal's newsletter, which is um, a weekly email that my husband and I send out that has um, episode information, show notes, uh, kind of a write-up on each episode and things like that. So you can stay in the loop. And if you want to um, send us comments or questions, you can email us at runhardmomhard at gmail.com or you can leave us a voice message using um, the anchor link in the show notes below. We would love Yay. to hear from you in all forms. Yes, for anything, mm-hmm. on anything, for any yes. reason. Yep. <laughs> just, just talk to us, please. Call me. Yeah. <laughs> Call me, maybe. So fun. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Well, we will see you next time. Yep. Run hard, bomb hard. <laughs> Woohoo. Warn me. Don't worry, I'm not going to do you because we're co-hosts. I'm very professional. <laughs> Anxiously waiting to hear about it. I think it's a good thing. And he goes, well, I wouldn't do it. But if you want to, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's awesome. Point, we'll just talk about things. I'll just talk about stuff. <laughs> things will come up, you know. It'll okay. be a silent podcast. <laughs> Cricket. <laughs> that would be not weird my- to like, just listen to silence. 
probably me because you'll be doing a lot of the talking. Blah, 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 blah. I was engaged the whole time. <laughs> you had to be. 